Welcome to episode 33 of the A Free Spirit Life Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Shannon, and this show today is all about mindfulness during the holiday season. You are probably in full swing right now if you're listening as this show is coming out. And there's a lot going on, a lot going on in the world, a lot going on just this time of year. Let's talk about it today. I'm going to share seven of my tips on how to stay more centered, more grounded, to stay connected to peace and joy and love and gratitude and the things that really the season is all about, but can so easily get swept away by the stress, the anxiety, the heavy emotions, the overwhelm that tends to happen this time of year. So let's talk today about how we can stay more grounded and create a holiday season that is in line with your authentic self, that is in line with your family needs and values, that is in line with your priorities. Because everyone out there is giving us good sales and good marketing tactics and good distractions to tell us how our holidays should look how our homes should look, how our presents should look, how we should spend every ounce of money in our bank account. And what happens is that January 1st rolls around. This is a time when we should be restarting, reconnecting to a brand new year, but we're left in a holiday coma. We're left with too much stuff, with too much spending. We ate too much. We have extra pounds. We feel crappy. And that's not very mindful, is it? So if you're listening to this show today, I want you to feel inspired that moving forward, you'll be carving your own holiday season the way that you see it, the way that you want it. Before we go into that, I do want to let you know that I am offering Reiki and life coaching sessions this time of year, along with gift cards. You can go to a freespiritlife.com to learn more. And I only have one spot left in my 2019 retreats. If you'd like to join us, I have a spot in the April retreat. It is a magical experience. It's so worth it. I want you there. And who's going to take the last spot? I can't wait to see. So go to a freespiritlife.com and click on retreats and you can save your spot today. And I have women traveling from all over the world to this retreat. So if you don't live in the Kansas City area, no worries. You can travel to come and spend time with us. Okay. So one thing that I have to do when the holidays hit, and I try to do it ahead of time because I anticipate that December 1st hits and I am swirling along with all of you to make it in time, right? There's so many things that come up. If you have kids, you know that there's school parties and there's teacher gifts and there's testing and wrapping up the semester and there's just constant children's needs. 
And then there's all the other stuff, you know, the work parties and um, wanting to get the right gift for the people you love and wanting to connect and spend time with people and everything, everything. I don't have to list it all. The other thing that happens is sometimes we have a lot of heavy emotions that can be stirred up this time of year. Maybe you're missing a loved one right now and feeling some heaviness in your heart, some grief that you're going through. Maybe you're um, angry with someone and have been holding a grudge or just have been really hurt and can't forgive them and it's really weighing you down. Maybe you're caught in the swirl of wanting the perfect holiday and you're trying to decorate the house and make the perfect cookies and get the perfectly wrapped presents. And truly the joy, the true joy of the season is just getting sucked out of your daily life. Uh, Maybe there's worry keeping you up at night on how you're going to pay for something, uh, how you're going to provide for your children's needs when, when you're kind of in survival mode. Maybe you've lost a job recently or you hate the job you're in. And so that's weighing heavy on your mind. What are you going to do in this new year? And how are you going to enjoy the holidays with this heaviness in your mind and on your heart? And so being an intentional, an open person, wanting to be more consciously available, and living more mindfully means that you are on a path to towards acceptance, that a big piece of mindfulness is to practice accepting what is in this moment. You know, so often we are caught up in the past, regrets, guilt, shame, sadness, so much of it can be living in the past. Or we're caught in a lot of worry, anxiety, overwhelm. How are we going to get that to-do list done? Fretting that affects our sleep, that affects our mood. And that's very future-based. The what-ifs are all about the future. And the practice of mindfulness is about being here in this moment. It's not about being perfect. It's not about being happy all the time. It's about being here and being available and open and aware of this moment. This moment, in this moment, you're listening to my words, you're breathing. Maybe you're multitasking, whatever it is that you're doing in this moment. This is your moment right now, not your regrets, not your past, not your worry, not your future, but here right now, take a breath. There is nothing more present than your own breath. And when we remember that we can be more open to what is, we can be more accepting And so mindfulness is the practice of being aware, being open, and accepting the moment. So sometimes the moment for you is racing out the door to get everyone to school on time, packing lunches, 
snapping at the kids because they're moving too slowly. That could be your moment. And if you stopped, became aware of it, sure, you feel rushed because you're thinking of that future time that you're late for. But right here, right now, can you pause? Can you ground yourself? Could you soften in your delivery? Could you be here? Maybe the kids are going slow because they're not a morning person. Maybe there's something going on at school that they haven't told you about. Maybe they just don't like Mondays. Maybe they need your eye contact or a hug before you drop them off. Being aware, being mindful is about noticing, listening, recognizing what's truly going on in the moment. I noticed the other day I was, I had kind of three days in a row of sadness and heaviness and frustration and woe is me, you know, and I couldn't get out of it. And finally, by the third day, it hit me that what I felt in my heart, what I thought was anxiety, um, was actually grief, was a heaviness in my heart. And nothing particular had happened. But what I realized is that I was, there were some changes going on in my life, and I didn't give myself time to grieve those changes. And so when I stopped and I reflected on what my feelings were, and I did some meditation and I listened to my body, that's what came up. My intuition taught me that I was carrying grief. That was the feeling in my heart. Man, that was, it was hard. It was painful. But as I expressed and felt those feelings and and let it come up instead of keep pushing through my day and pushing it down I realized I was grieving this life that I thought I was going to have or this vision of the life that I wanted by now and you know life doesn't always work out the way we want it to right and I think so often we we do Um, have these expectations of how we want our life to turn out. And then when we are there, um, we're always trying to make it better. We're always trying to get somewhere else, get somewhere other than here. And when we stop and pay attention, maybe we're doing that because we're grieving the life we thought we wanted or thought we were going to have. And we're not, that isn't the life we're living. And so to stop, to pause, to feel to let those feelings come out, you know, and I had to cry about it and I had to write about it and I had to release it and I had to move. Usually exercise for me is a great release. And that grief the next day was lifted. And there was a deeper acceptance and a deeper trust that maybe there's something different unfolding for my life. And if I could be open to it, Um, it would have a chance to unfold. And so I'm just sharing that with you because sometimes we mistake our feelings, we mistake our actions um, simply because we're not listening. We're not listening to our soul's messages. 
And so if you're striving for the perfect holiday right now, if you think that you have to have the perfect decorations, if you think you have to give a present to everyone, if you think you have to overspend, if you think you have to live in a constant state of stress, anxiety, and overwhelm because it's simply that's what the holidays are to you, then I'm encouraging you to pause, to take a breath, to notice how you feel in this moment. And if you feel like crying, to allow yourself to do that. If you feel mad and angry, allow yourself to get those feelings down on paper. Go move, go exercise. Take care of yourself and listen. Listen to your mind, your body, your heart so that you can truly enjoy this time of year even with the grief and sadness even with the challenges. And I don't mean that if you've had a deep loss that you have to put a smile on your face. I don't mean if you're going through a major health crisis that you have to enjoy it. What I mean is that we don't need to carry the extra baggage of the high expectations or pushing ourselves beyond our limits or doing all the shoulds or saying yes to everything at the expense of our holiday season, at the expense of our health and wellness, at the expense of our enjoyment, at the expense of experiencing deep connection and the giving and receiving of love. So going on to my seven tips today on how to experience a more mindful holiday season. Tip number one, reflect on the kind of holiday that you want. So really take some time to journal it, write it on a list, think about it, meditate about it, give yourself quiet time to really think about what kind of holiday season do you want? Not the season that you think you need to do, not the season that they're telling you you should do, not the season you've always done. Sometimes we do things, especially tradition-based, simply because they've always been done. And sure, we have a lot of great holidays, uh, traditions. In my family, we do... We don't do Elf on the Shelf, but we have our version, uh, Billy the Elf. We do the 12 Days of Christmas Countdown. Uh, We do a cookie party every year with friends. And there are fun things that we like to do, but sometimes they get to be too much. And I have to adjust a little bit or I have to look and see, well, maybe this is the time to change this tradition. Or as much as I love it, we're going to skip it this year or whatever. And so really be mindful about that in your traditions. But the main tip here is to really take the time to think about it, to reflect on it, and to write about it. What do you want from this holiday season? I asked a woman this recently. She said she wanted calm. She wanted peace. She wanted space to just relax. And yet everything she told me that she had to do on her list, I could barely breathe just hearing the list. And so really look at, is your list and are your expectations in line with the holiday season that you truly want? Take the time to reflect about it write about it, and then really make an effort to let some of the things go that aren't allowing you the holiday season that you truly want. Okay, my mindfulness for the holidays, tip number two, let them dance. 
What I mean by that, we can get so caught up in the heavy and high emotions of everyone else that sometimes we're carrying other people's emotions. <laughs> Have you ever done that where you feel pretty good and all of a sudden your kids start crying and fighting and they're hating the dinner that you made and you know, you're like all of a sudden you're in a horrible mood and you're snapping at them and then you're feeling crappy and you're like, "What happened? I was in a good mood." And and it, and and you got caught up, you got swirled in their emotions, in their stuff. Let them dance. The practice of mindfulness is to accept the moment that's going on, but to stay grounded in it, to understand that your kids are going to go through some heavy emotions. Your kids are going to be knocked off center. There's too much sugar this time of year. They probably stressed out from school stuff, whatever's going on. But do you have to be swirled and pulled into it? Um, One of the books I've read about parenting talks about being the captain of the ship. And so often when our kids start getting those heavy emotions and they start pulling us into their emotions, the captain jumps off the ship, right? We're like, the captain is no longer. We we have gone into a, a state of, of craziness with them. <laughs> it's so easy to do. And it doesn't just happen with kids. Think about your coworkers. Think about your boss. Think about the people standing in line at the post office. Think about traffic. Think about any situation, your spouse, where somebody and their energy and their negativity and their stuff sucks you in. Let them dance. All those ads you see and all the crazy um, sale emails that you get, you don't have to get caught up in them. Delete, delete, unsubscribe, close it off, shut it down. Let them do their dance. You are the one in charge of your life, you are the captain of your own ship. So rather than jump off or start hearing shark music, right? You're hearing Jaws, da 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 where you start, your, your heart starts beating faster and you start breathing heavier and you're like, oh my God, da da you're in this like crazy. It happens all the time if we get swirled into that. So let them do their dance. You stay and do yours. Stay grounded keep breathing. Get yourself out of the situation so you can reground. Okay, my mindfulness tip number three, schedule space to relax. Schedule it. We all say that we want downtime, we want relaxation time, we want to work out, we want to do these things, but especially this time of year, we so often just kick our self-care, if we have any self-care practice at all, we kick it to the curb because we just simply don't have time for it, or we think we don't have time for it. Well, yeah, if you're going to add all this holiday stuff to your everyday, already busy, filled up plates, then you're absolutely right. But can you look at your calendar and literally schedule space to relax? Now, this could be space for complete alone time. This could be a fun, um, inspiring lunch with a good friend. This could be taking yourself to a movie, Um, whatever inspires you. But really, If you do not get it on the calendar, it is not going to happen. When I have day after day after day after day after day planned, um, I start to get really knocked off center. There is no mindfulness about me. (laughs) 
(laughs) in those moments. And so for me, I've got to look at my calendar and literally carve out space to relax, to breathe. We need the breathing space. Schedule it. Put it on your calendar this month. Okay, tip number four, my mindfulness tip for the holidays. Say no to shoulds. Say yes to you. I really should get that person a gift. I really should send out Christmas cards to everyone. I really should get a family picture. I really should dot, 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 fill in the blank. The shoulds are what are keeping you stuck. They are keeping you up at night. They are causing you anxiety. They are causing you to feel stressed and more stressed than not during the season that's about connection, love, joy, magic, right? So say no to those shoulds. Anytime you catch yourself, oh, but I really should. I really should go to this party. Do you want to go? Do you want to go? What is your heart saying? What lifts you up? Is it bringing you down, weighing you down, constricting you, making you feel ugh? (laughs) There's your answer, right? Is it something that you know would inspire you? Is it something that brings breath and light and love and harmony to your life? Then you know what your answer is. Say no to the shoulds so that you can say yes to you, which means say yes to the things that fill you up. Say yes to the things that are in line with your heart and soul. Say yes to the things that align your values to your life, that make you feel good, that bring joy to your life, not the things that you feel are weighing you down. All right. Now, and and let me just add a point here. There are things that we have to do, like we're talking about money and overspending. It's really good to look at your bank account and to budget your money. Um, So if you're thinking, oh, well, that's a should. I guess I don't have to do that. Well, those are things that are going to bring peace and harmony to your life. So there are things that we have to do or need to do that we don't necessarily want to do. So I'm not saying don't do those things that aren't fun and joy-filled, but don't do things because you feel that there's an expectation from others to do. If you feel like, oh, I really should do this, but it's making me sick, (laughs) I really should um, buy them something, but I don't have the money for it, whatever, let it go. Let it go. Do things that are going to bring harmony and balance to your life. All right. Tip number five, mindfulness tips for the holidays. Do what fuels you and fills you up. So it kind of it's kind of um, piggybacks on that last tip. Um, but this one to me is more about up your self-care. Up it. If it's not on the list at all, make sure it gets there. If you have a pretty good self-care practice, you want to increase it this time of year. You might need more sleep. You might need to drink more water. You might need to eat even better foods to balance some of the more sweets that you're not used to eating. Um, Keep your exercise going or start it now. Don't wait till the new year. Like do things that fill you up and fuel you because you'll be in a better mental, physical, and emotional state to be mindful, to be present, to be available. If your self-care practice is, is not on the list, 
it's extremely hard, if not impossible, to practice mindfulness to begin with. Because when your kids are freaking out in the morning and they really need you to be present and they need a hug and then they're better and they feel better and they're on their way, you're not going to be able to give them that hug because you are so far fried and so exhausted and so tired and your mind is not there. Your mind is already on the 10th thing that you're going to try to get done within the first hour of your day, right? I know it. I know it from experience. We've all been there. Many of us are there right now. So my um, suggestion to you with this tip is to really up your self-care practice. It is not selfish to do things that restore you. If you need to skip a party because you are so tired by the weekend, but you know that sitting by the fire reading a book, you're going to be really good to go the next day, then do it. That's part of your self-care practice. Up your self-care game this holiday season and do what fuels you, what fills you up and restores your energy because there's way too many things that are draining us right now. We need to counterbalance that with refilling it up. My next tip for mindful holidays is balance experiences with the stuff. I almost get sick when I go to places like the mall, um, anywhere where there's a lot of crowded shopping, like you are not going to find me on Black Friday. That is for sure. I stay away from those things um, because it's so overwhelming and it's crazy, honestly. And I don't mean that you're crazy if you um, are finding good deals on these experiences. Um, But to me, it makes me feel crazy. That's what I mean. It makes me feel um, not myself. I mean, I can easily be like, oh, I need that. I need that. I need that. I need that. And then I come home and I'm like, what the hell did I just do? I don't need any of this, right? And so I just stay away from that stuff. And um, instead, what I try to do more now is I like to either make gifts. I like to support local businesses, especially moms. Um, So I try to... um, find my few favorites and purchase from them, independent artists. Um, And then I really try to limit the stuff that I buy and do more experiential gifts. So it might be scheduling, like for my brother and sister, we're not doing gifts for each other, but we're scheduling a night out to have dinner together just so we can spend time with each other to laugh and to reconnect. Um, That's the kind of stuff that I love, you know, we usually get a pass at the zoo that lasts an entire year. Like those kinds of gifts as a family are so treasured. Um, but for most of us, we have enough stuff and we have an overconsumption of stuff in general. And I hate that feeling after the holidays when you look around and you're like, oh my God, we have more stuff. It's, it's just exhausting and it just doesn't need to happen. And so, yes, it's fun to give gifts and yes, it's fun. It's fun. I love that watching others, especially my kids, open presents and the joy. I love all of it, but keep it in check. Don't feel like you have to buy, 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 buy so much stuff. How can you rethink and be a little creative with your gift giving? You know, when I was a kid, we used to make those coupon books. And it would say, like, um, you get to spend a half an hour with mom playing your favorite game and, you know, those kinds of things that I that my mom did for us. And I love that. I, that actually 
is one of the presents that stands out the most to me, not so much the stuff that I got as a kid. And I'm curious, what about you? What do you remember most from your holiday season? What's what's a positive experience that you remember? You know, I remember every time I hear the Carpenters, I think of my grandma. I, I just love the... I would love her singing to the Christmas music and, um, you know, being together for a good meal. But it wasn't always about the stuff. And so for you, as you're carving out a mindful holiday season, uh, think about the experiences that you want to experience with the people you love most. And try not to go overboard with your spending. Limit your time on Amazon. Limit your time at the mall. Limit your time shopping. And use that time that you'd be shopping to actually spend quality time with the people you love. Or go out and volunteer. Go to an assisted living or independent living place and spend time. Make cards for the people that live there and just have a conversation with them. Um, Go, you know, pack meals for harvesters. Do something a little bit different this year. And I guarantee your family is going to love the time together. And it probably will be much more memorable than that one present that they opened because that's not the one present they they get, right? It's, it, it, <laughs> it's the one present that they'll probably forget um, over time. So that's my tip there. And then my last tip for mindfulness holidays, tip number seven, um, really focus on the magic of the season. There is magic all around us. And for me, magic is about believing in the things that are unseen. So believing in yourself, believing in the vision for your life, believing in the the energy around you, believing in a source greater than you, believing that love and joy and harmony and beauty matter and that they're everywhere if you take time to really see it, believing that you can be um, anything you want to be, that your life is unlimited. All of that to me is, is about this season. It's about magic. It's about the simplicity of life. It's, I mean, look around you. Isn't it amazing? If you live in a season, a place where seasons change, like the leaves go away. The trees are there. I think it's still beautiful, but it's a different beauty, right? And they're still, they are still going to bloom and come back in, the flowers are going to bloom. The the leaves are going to bud again. They're going to come back in the spring and they are ever changing, but we don't see it. But there's magic in that. There's magic in these newborn babies. There's magic in your children. There's magic in you. And that's what I love about this season. It's kind of reconnecting to what we used to believe in as a kid, that imagination, that creativity, that love for love's sake. Focus on the magic this holiday season not the stress, not the overwhelm, not the to-do list, not what you can't do, not what you should do, not what's making you feel like you can't breathe. Take a pause. Be in this moment. Look around you. Be open to the possibilities today. Where can you see magic in this season? Where can you feel magic in your heart? 
being mindful will help you step away from the constant unaware state that anxiety, overwhelm, and stress can take us. And it will help you step towards peace, calm, beauty, wisdom, balance, acceptance, presence. And I think that's probably what we all want most from our holidays. You are in charge. You are the captain. You are the creator of your life. Regardless of the things that are out of our control, the things that want to pull us out of our own dance, remember, you are magic. You are pure magic. Believe in that. Believe in yourself. Believe in this season. And as you awaken to that, you'll become more aware of the magic around you. And you can breathe a little deeper. You can smile a little bigger. You can ground a little more. You can stand a little taller, taller, a little bolder, a little freer. Enjoy the holidays, my friend. Email me. I want to hear from you. What's working in your life? How do you instill mindfulness in your everyday life? How does mindfulness um, help you during the holidays? Where do you find peace? How do you recenter? Share that with me in an email or go to a Free Spirit Life community groups in Facebook and let us know. Let us know what you're up to. And yeah, have a wonderful rest of your season. I am going to take a short break from the podcast. I'm preparing some shows for the new year, so I'm not sure if I'll be back before Christmas, but I definitely will be back with new episodes for 2019. So uh, let me know what you want to hear, what inspires you the most, and I will see you next time. Bye. Open your heart.